Hello and welcome to the Tom Reynolds Experience. I forgot the, the name of the show. Uh, I'm your host, Tom, and uh, this is the first episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as many of you by this point probably know, uh, Tim has had a baby. The baby came a week earlier than it was supposed to, and dur- during that week was when somehow me and Tim were going to bank, uh, I don't know, months worth of episodes that hasn't happened not to say tim's gonna be out for months i have no idea how long tim's gonna be out but uh i don't know how long could it possibly take to raise a baby um now 18 years you might be gone or he'll be back in a week or two uh so i'm not sure if this is what the the podcast is going to the patreon podcast is going to be the regular podcast we got a guest host we have uh uh, Femmes, who you guys might be familiar with from uh, like very, very old episodes. She hasn't been on in a while, but uh, she has admirably stepped in for Tim. Uh, and you'll be hearing that first episode uh, this week. But uh, in the meantime, <clears throat> we're going to be doing something different for Patreon. Uh, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be all the Tom Reynolds experience or if we're me, if I'm going to be changing things up a little bit, Tim's probably going to be back on this one before he's back on the regular one. I don't know why that would be the case, since it's not like this one's easier to do than the other one. But uh, that was uh, the the agreement we had met the last time we saw each other in person. And, uh, you know, I just hope Tim's a man of his word. This is a very weird thing to do, just kind of talk into a microphone uh, without any feedback whatsoever, uh, which just reminded me to check that it's actually recording. It is recording. Um, I asked you guys, our loyal Patreon subscribers, for some uh, questions, comments, advice that they would not like to give me. I'm not in the business of taking anyone's advice, but uh, if people would like advice from me, I'm happy to give it as long as you're... Uh, a paying Patreon subscriber. Um, so I'm just going to start going through some of that stuff and we'll see where this, uh, where this wacky thing takes us. Uh, which also reminds me, Oh God damn it. I should start the whole episode over. I forgot that I was going to say, as everybody knows, Tim had a baby and then I was going to do this. Yeah, that's right, everybody. I got a soundboard. I got a soundboard. I have a soundboard currently hooked up in the most ridiculous way because I couldn't get, uh, I couldn't find the the right cable I need. So hopefully this still works uh, well enough that uh, that you know you're not so distracted. You uh, unsubscribe from the show for good. So let's start it off. What what uh, what? Uh, hmm. All right, yeah, here we go. Let's start the episode. Okay, so the first uh, the first question I have via email is from Jamie. Uh, Hi, Tom. Marvel's Eternals. Have you seen it? What is your take? I'm excited by the trailers, but I've read some bad reviews. Is it worth going to an actual movie theater, which I haven't done since 2019? Thanks, Jamie. Uh, so the reason why this is coming out now instead of Friday, along with uh, the fact that this is... Uh, um, I'm a little bit in not freak out mode, but I guess scramble mode maybe to, to figure out what, what this show is going to be to get the soundboard set up and everything. But I had tickets to go see Marvel's Eternals uh, last night. The first time I'd been to a movie theater since 2019. And Jamie, let me tell you, wait till it comes out on video. It wasn't very good. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really care for it uh, much. I found it. I didn't. I These are characters I knew literally nothing about uh, aside from what I've read since like the, the trailers came out and stuff. Um, these were not character comic book characters that I grew up with or anything. But I don't think I even fully realized that the the team here is freaking 10 characters, 10 characters that we have never seen on a screen before. So not an easy job introducing 10 new characters into a cinematic universe at the same time, more than 10, uh, but you know, the main 10 and uh, like 20 minutes in, even as a hardcore uh, comic fan, I felt like I had to, st- I was, 
felt like I had to start taking notes. I was so caught in my own head of trying to remember, okay, who's this person? What's their powers? What's their relationship to the nine other people in this thing? Uh, so I, I, it just felt very long, uh, very too many characters. You couldn't really develop them. There kind of wasn't a bad guy. I don't know. There were like a few bad guys, but not really. And none of them were interesting whatsoever. You know, like the main bad guys, the deviants, they're just literally like CGI creatures that you've seen in 10,000 other movies. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend uh, holding off on that one. Uh, but it was fun to go to a movie theater again. That was neat. Uh, wearing uh, this was like one of the movie theaters uh, that I enjoy. This is the Nighthawk in uh, in Brooklyn, um, the Park Slope one for anybody local. Uh, one of those movie theaters uh, nowadays where they have uh, like a full uh, menu and uh, uh, drinks. You know, any alcoholic beverages you want, and you you place an order with a waiter, and the waiter brings it right to you right to your seat. So that part's great. It's the best way to see a movie in my opinion. Uh, so I really enjoyed that, that whole aspect of it, but the, uh, movie itself, it was all right. It wasn't terrible. It was just kind of, uh, you know, if I never see it again in my life, uh, it'll be too soon. Uh, I, next question that I want to, uh, address, should I, you know, I don't know what, uh, what order I should take these questions in. I don't know if I should, you know what? I'm going to do the next question just because it's it's somewhat related to this. And then we'll get all the comic book stuff out of the way for the people who hate all that shit. Uh, Jake Ganny asks on Patreon, what characters are you excited to debut in the MCU slash DCEU, the DC Extended Universe? I mean, Marvel-wise, I think, you know... they. <laughs> I feel like they're they're on like D listers now. They've they've introduced a lot of Marvel characters. Uh so really the only ones that I'm uh still excited to see uh will be Fantastic Four and X-Men, you know, all these characters that they got the rights back to uh that they'll be reintroducing. I'm very curious to see how they're gonna introduce these characters. I hope they don't do what they did with the Eternals, which I feel like is what they've kind of gotta start or not what they've got to start doing, what they have been doing. As you know, you've had a universe exist for uh, 10 years already. So you're introducing these big new concepts and these big new characters. So you have to do the kind of like, here's the reason why nobody knew about them before and why they stayed in hiding this whole time and why... When a big bad guy came along and destroyed literally half the universe, they were like, well, sorry, can't help out with that one. I've got to keep my identity a secret. So I just hope they don't do that with uh, with X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four. I hope they, they find a more interesting way to weave them into the universe. And I know that's hard with, with especially like some of the uh, X-Men characters. Like Wolverine, you know, is supposed to be very old. Wolverine, I feel like you could kind of pull the like, I don't know, he's out living in the woods for a hundred years or whatever. And nobody, he was an urban myth. But uh, like, I don't want to see Professor X like, oh, he had this secret school. And, you know, even all these other characters that we told you were the smartest characters in the universe. They had no idea he was running a school for mutants. I, I, I'd be fine with them taking a, a fresh take at all that stuff and coming out with a, uh, with a new reason as far as DC I'm excited to see uh what this Michael B Jordan Val Zod uh project is the uh the Superman of Earth 2 uh I think that could be interesting uh the human target I would like to see he's an interesting character kind of like a spy within the DC world and a master of disguise also the subject of two different TV shows over the years that uh neither I don't think really did very well but both of them also had nothing to do with any other characters, uh, any other DC characters. So they weren't really DC shows. Detective Chimp, he's a, a, a chimpanzee, but he's also a detective. He dresses like Sherlock Holmes. And, uh, you know, people always say Batman's the world's greatest detective. But within the the DC universe, within the comics universe, 
There are some people who would say Detective Chimp's a better detective. Uh, they kind of trade back and forth, and they have a lot of mutual respect for each other, which is nice, too. And boy, you know, if tomorrow they made me the head of uh, head of Warner Brothers, I'd tell them, get Ben Affleck back on the phone. He's coming back as Batman, and he's doing a movie with Detective Chimp. And, and we're going to use real chimps in this movie. None of that CG nonsense which I think would probably be enough to get Ben Affleck back. He'd, you know, he'd hear that and he'd be like, well, this I got to see. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Green Lantern. Uh, Green Lanterns have always been uh, cool characters, I think. Uh, that that Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, like, you know, he's kind of made that a meme talking about how bad it was, but uh, it, it was fine. I mean, I don't think it was like any worse than Eternals. Uh, I think it was just kind of wrong place, wrong time. Uh, and, uh, Batgirl, I'm excited to see the, uh, the HBO max Batgirl just cause we haven't really gotten a good, uh, uh, Batgirl on screen since, uh, since the sixties, to be honest with you. Uh, all right. That, that part of, uh, of the show is over. Uh, I'll, I'll move on to more interesting things. One of the big questions that I've been getting, uh, both on here uh, on on uh, Patreon and email, and then just you know in my uh, uh, social media and everything, is the fact that uh, the the uh, worst company in the world, Facebook, has renamed themselves and uh, shares a name Meta with uh, the the young adult sci fi series that I've been writing uh, for the past uh, seven or eight years now, uh, and how I feel about that. In in a word, in two words, not great. Um, yeah, it's just not, I don't think it's the end of the world, but, uh, but I also think it's weird. Like I've gotten a lot of people who are like, oh man, like you're about to get rich because so many people are going to be searching for meta now. And the people like people searching for meta on Google are going to get Facebook. They're not going to get mine, my book. They, 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 you know, Facebook's has a much better people in charge of their uh, search engine optimization than I do. So uh, I wouldn't really get it uh, any pickup there. And same thing, you know, people aren't going into uh, like the bookstore or going on Amazon and being like, I'd like to read a book about Facebook. Let me search uh, Meta, their new name. Oh, what's this? Something completely different. Let me uh, read that instead. Eh. I, I saw absolutely no uh, increase in sales when this happened, and I uh, do not anticipate seeing an increase in sales. If anything, a decrease. Um, I am still writing those books. That was another question. I think there might be one, one more book. I've I've kind of got a bit of an end game figured out. Uh, I'm I've been working on this other book in a new series for uh too long now but hopefully uh, that's like hopefully ending the uh the oh i don't have a knock on wood sound effect oh that was the baby cry again i'm sorry i apologize for that um but hopefully that that will be done pretty soon uh and then uh i'll i'll move on to the next meta book and then i've got Actually, another uh, like superhero idea that I'm excited for after that. So that's uh, book updates. The next big question, and I'm going to try and tackle these in it, tackle this one is you know try and group these together a little bit. Uh, Rachel emailed in. Can we have a ginger-based special? I love to hear about ginger. Give us a scoop. Highlight stories, funny antics, best traits, worst traits. What's it like to what it's like to own a dog in the Big Apple? How did she cope during lockdown? What's the deal with her and Tim? They seem to be frenemies. Nemesis, nemesises. Is it because they're in competition over you? You can spill the tea while he's busy. Uh, I assume you mean Tim, and I assume you mean he's busy with. Uh, congrats, Uncle Tom. No, wait, that's bad. Congrats, Uncle Tommy. Um, Thank you. Uh, and yeah, uh, I had a few other people. Somebody asked, uh, let me find uh, what uh, Jim's, uh, not Jim, uh, Ginger's origin story is, um, which if you go back. So this is actually a, a good place to address this. Uh, a lot of people ask about old episodes and like putting old episodes on uh, Patreon and stuff like that. 
Uh, we're we're not going to do that. Uh, honestly, it will like fuck everything up. I think if we do, <laughs> so it's not worth it. But if you go on SoundCloud, I think almost all of our episodes are up on there. And you probably I forget what episode it was. Oh, it's probably like it's probably called like fostering a dog or something. But uh, I fostered Ginger at first. I I wasn't ready to completely take the leap uh, to dog ownership, so I decided to. Uh, foster a dog in need and by decided to what I mean is I saw somebody uh, post on Facebook while I was like uh, out, out late at a bar that there were a bunch of dogs uh, you know an organization they worked with uh, had a bunch of dogs coming in from uh, Tennessee they had been rescued uh, they had been taken out of a hoarder's house I was told Ginger was one of like 28 dogs uh, that ginger was being used to breed puppies, which were then being sold uh, at a Walmart nearby. Um, and, uh, the, you know, uh, the the county or whatever had come in, taken out all the dogs. But, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, it was probably a, a fairly rural area. Not that many people live in the county, so there aren't people that could adopt that many dogs all at once uh and they were about to be uh put down so this uh organization you know drove down in the in the day of the night took all these dogs uh drove them up to new york city this happens a fair bit just because you know there's a lot more people in new york city uh so i i think there's a decent number of organizations that you know will go to places where dogs are about to be put down she was literally going to be put down the next day and um uh, you know, they go and, and take them and bring them to more populous areas where people are, uh, looking to adopt dogs. And, uh, they had taken Ginger, they had taken her puppies. Uh, on, I saw like one of her puppies as I was coming in. I didn't even realize it was her puppy. Cause I didn't even know what kind of dog I was getting or anything and got her. And she was very, terrified of uh of everything in the city uh i was also picking her up on like uh, like the upper east side of manhattan like a very loud busy skyscraper strewn part of new york city and uh i had to take her into a petco because she was like kind of freaking out understandably because there were just so many people and so much going on and like i don't think she had ever walked on a leash before like she didn't know how any of this stuff worked um but uh took her home realized you know i don't know within a day or two like i'm gonna keep this dog and uh had her ever since as far as how she does in the city she's like an old pro now you know she's used to it you know it did take her a little to get used to the first time she ever like went in the elevator in my building she was like what no i'm not getting in you know some little tiny room the door's gonna close and we're gonna be stuck in here forever um, and then, you know, coaxed her into that. And then she's like, what the hell's now the whole thing's moving, but she's, uh, she's cool with all that stuff. Now she is fine with, you know, she likes the city. She seems happy, but, uh, it's like heartbreaking. Anytime we, uh, take her, you know, like upstate or like out to, uh, the suburbs to visit family or something, because she definitely is an outdoor dog and loves being outside. And, uh, you know, I don't have, uh, outdoors, private outdoor space here in New York city for her to just like run around. Uh, so she, and during lockdown, I mean, I've heard this from a lot of dog owners, you know, she was happy as a pig and shit because ever me and my girlfriend were just around all the time. Uh, and that's all she ever wants. It's just everybody to be home, uh, just hanging out with her. So, uh. Yeah, well, what's the deal with her and Tim? They seem to be frenemies. Um, uh, They're not in competition over me, uh, which, you know, Tim would be the first one to tell you. Uh, But uh, uh, Ginger, one of the things that's really great about her is she's not um, uh, a a very jealous dog at all. Um, She is... She wants attention from Tim. That's what goes on when like Tim's over that she's like, she assumes Tim has come over to visit her and then is confused when Tim comes into my home office and records with me and doesn't pay any attention to her. She's like, 
what the hell? What's going on with this guy? He's playing hard to get or something? I don't get it. So she gets like kind of mad at him that way. Uh, Just kind of like bullies him into like, hey, pay attention to me. Pet me. Scratch me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's Ginger. She, she's, uh, she's been, she's been a good dog, uh, during lockdown. She also, when, uh, when Christine came over to record Femmes, uh, record, uh, the podcast this week, yeah, Ginger's also like very much a creature of habit. And she was like, oh, like the doorbell rang or the buzzer. Uh, you know, and now I can hear the elevator moving and she's like, uh, uh, yep. It's that time of the week. Here comes Tim. And when it wasn't Tim, she was, she was excited. She was like, oh, it's somebody new, but she was also, uh, kind of confused, which was, uh, pretty funny. Uh, next question, next email question. I'll go through the emails first. It's a little bit easier that way. Hello, Tom. Uh, First, nothing an uncle has ever said at a wedding has ever been true. Tim is a hip, young, 30-something father So uh, now, so tell him to lay off. Uh, th- this person's refer Gil here is referring to my relative who called Tim dead weight after watching our our live show last month. And, uh, well, you know, like I said, uh, I, this is somebody that I think just thinks like putting somebody else down is a way to like compliment me. Uh, which I, I didn't care for. A while ago, you talked about a YouTube channel called Technology Connections that I looked up and really liked. We have similar tastes in a lot of things. What are some of your other favorite YouTube shows? Uh, side note, would love to come to a show sometime. Throwing Seattle out as a request. I've been listening for about a decade now. Best podcast ever. Congrats to Tim and his wife. Bye-bye, Gil. Um, Seattle would be great. We've we've been you know meaning to get out to the West Coast for literally for years and years and years the the pandemic didn't help but um yeah we, we, if we can make it happen we'll we'll make it happen as far as youtube channels yeah technology connections great one um i i watch a lot of real nerdy youtube channels i'm just pulling up youtube to look at my uh subscription list here and uh yeah it's a bunch of nerdy shit uh, I also like uh, CoffeeZilla. He covers like uh, uh, scams and stuff. Uh, so that's always fun. I like uh, Steve Wallace. He is camping with Steve. He does all these like weird camping trips that are a lot of fun. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else I got in here? Uh, Digital Foundry for video, for uh, video game stuff. Uh, yeah. I think I think those are like uh, the the big ones that uh, that I'll that I'll mention here for right now. I'm, I'm scrolling through, and a lot of the other stuff, it's like I don't know stuff that I watch, but stuff that I'm not necessarily uh, you know watching every new episode as it drops. But those other shows, uh, I do watch uh, the new episodes pretty much uh, when they drop. Uh, all right. Next, uh, next question from Drew. If you could be any animal with a job that was given to it by humans, what would it be? Examples, seeing eye dog and carrier pigeon. Um, you know, it's a good question. Uh, do I not have any animals on the, on the soundboard here? Oh, hold on. Well, you probably just heard ginger shake, but I've got, uh, this. That's a donkey, and then I've got this. That's a sheep. Um, what was the question? Oh, uh, <laughs> what? What? If I could be any animal with a job, what would it be? Uh, yeah, I prefer not to. I find, um, yeah, most animals that have jobs, they're not very good jobs. You know, being a seeing eye dog, uh, you know, you're being very helpful at least. And like, it's not like a grueling job, but it seems like a stressful job. Like you gotta be really on top of shit. Carrier pigeon. Hey, carrier pigeon, I guess sounds fun. You know, you're a delivery, uh, delivery person, but you're a pigeon. So you, at least you get to fly around and be a real disgusting animal, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess I go with seeing eye dog. No, what, um, would I want to be one of those monkeys that, uh, you know, cranks the little organ? Nah, I don't think so. They, they never seem real happy. Uh, hello, Tom. This is from April W. I have a few questions. 
Uh, I hope I'm not too late. She wasn't. I'm about to be entering into a nursing program at my community college. I'm 27 and thus far nearly all my peers have been fresh out of high school. Do you have any tips on spending two years with a bunch of teens? Is this what they mean when they say nursing school is hard? Uh, we have me and Tim have a friend who uh, joined the Air Force. Uh, I think like a, maybe like a year or two after college. So he was like 23, 24. And when he joined up, you know, he was like a lot of the people I'm with are like 17. So it's not as uh, not as big of an age gap. But um, he found the best way to relate to them was uh, drinking a lot and doing drugs. Uh, so I don't know if, <laughs> if that's uh, uh, something uh, you're open to. Otherwise, I don't know. TikTok download. To, you're 27. So you're like a kid to me. You probably already are on TikTok and you're like, TikTok, that's for uh, dumb old shits. So um, I don't know. Yeah. Buying beer. You know, you're you're old enough to buy beer if you're here in, in the States and they're not. So do that. Maybe maybe that could help you uh, uh, spend time with them, relate to them. Uh, her, her next question is, uh, do you feel do you feed ginger table scraps? If so, what are her favorites? I'm pretty strict about not feeding her table scraps just because for two main reasons. The first one is diarrhea. Uh, if she gets uh, too much human food. Messy poops and guess who has to deal with the messy poops? Me. I have to I have to pick those up outside. So uh, that's one reason. Uh, And the second reason is she is never satisfied ever, ever, ever. So, you know, I could put I could be eating like a delicious like entire roast turkey. And if I put that on the ground, if she was like, hey, I'd like some of that. I was like, you know what? You can have the whole thing. She would eat the whole thing and then turn around and be like, what else have you got? So that's another reason why I don't give her anything. Um, uh, have you been planning on how you would handle Tim's baby leave or are you just winging it? Uh, uh, I, hey, how about this? A mix of both. And their next question, I'm curious, whenever you guys record, are your wives uh, slash girlfriends at home? Can they hear you guys? An interesting fact that most people don't know about this show is uh, every episode we record, uh, Tim's wife and my girlfriend are sitting silently in the room um, just watching. You know, they're not allowed to say anything. They're not allowed to make faces or anything like No, I'm kidding. Um, My so we record mostly in my apartment. I mean, I guess when we record remotely, uh, Tim's in his apartment. We're lucky that we both have like, uh, you know, little home offices that we can do this out of. So our significant others aren't hearing uh, like a ton of it, especially if they don't want to. You know, (laughs) we both have uh, uh, enough walls and space that uh that our significant others can uh go somewhere else and not have to hear it which i believe is probably both of their uh preferred method bonus at what point during a relationship do you share that you're the co-host of a successful podcast and you share the name of said podcast for them to listen to well i can't speak for tim uh, he's been in a committed relationship for, uh, I, I believe the majority of this podcast. So I don't know if he's, uh, ever really had to, uh, do that. Um, for me, I will tell you that, uh, when I was dating, I, uh, boy, I don't know. It was tricky because a lot of times when I was dating, it was like, you know, uh, a major thing that I was doing and like sometimes you know uh, I I would like uh, be dating and then like have to go travel to to do the show so uh, always fair I would say always pretty early on though like first or second date I would I would encourage the person to please not listen uh, it was more of a like uh, uh, my girlfriend um, she, we met on a dating app and I didn't realize that because the dating app was tied to Instagram, uh, and pulled in my Instagram stuff. And I think I had posted something about like an upcoming live show maybe. 
So before we even met for our first date, she was aware that I had a podcast. She was um, uh, enough of a gentleman that she did not listen to that podcast before we met because, uh, I don't know, I'm not 100% like uh, I am on the podcast as I am in real life. That would be uh, a tough way to live. So... Uh, you know, and also it's like a weird disadvantage if, you know, going on a first date, if it's like, oh, I don't, I literally don't know anything about you, but you've heard, uh, my deepest, darkest secrets on a podcast. So, uh, I hope that answers that question, April. Um, all right, let's move back to Patreon. Uh, I'll try and go somewhat in order, I guess, here. I don't know if I'll be able to get through all these. What is your favorite and least favorite thing about Tim? Um, my favorite thing, Tim's a very funny guy. Uh, my least favorite thing about Tim, um, hmm, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm not just going to say something uh, mean. You know, I don't want everybody at home being like this. Uh, my least favorite thing about Tim, um, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't like some of the stuff I like. <laughs> um, uh, Carrie asked my, uh, my husband is a new listener. Can you recount the story of the Dark Knight Rises email situation? FYI, his name is Chris. Yeah, this happened so long ago that I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a decent amount of people didn't know about this. Hold on, I'm going to take a sip of beer. Um. The Dark Knight Rises, the 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 Christian Bale, uh, Batman movie with Bane. Uh, I auditioned to be an extra in that movie uh, with a with a work friend of mine. We had to stay in line uh, for like you know get up early on a Saturday morning. Go, I forget where in the city it was. Wait in a long ass line all day. And then come in and basically somebody would just like take a picture of you and take like some real quick basic measurements. And what they were looking for was uh, police officers, people who could play cops and people who could play members of Bane's gang. And this was for for people that have seen the movie, uh, the big fight uh, in uh, like uh, the financial district. They filmed it on Wall Street here in, in New York City. But like the big clash between like uh, the Gotham City police and and Bane's men. Uh, But it was all being done like super secretive. You know, they didn't say what the project was, but, you know, people knew word had gotten out. And then even during uh, when when we were like waiting in this uh, big auditorium or whatever it was, armory, maybe. Uh, you know, you could overhear some of the casting directors talking. They were like, all right, so like, you know, what we're looking for for Bane's guys are blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, it took all day. Uh, weeks go by. I haven't heard anything. And then one day at work, I'm bored and I decide to check my spam filter. And there in my spam filter is an email congratulating me that I have been cast as a Gotham City police officer in The Dark Knight Rises. And uh, asking for my availability, also ask, and my availability, you know, would have to include uh, uh, being able to go for like multiple costume fittings, going for multiple uh, like martial arts training, you know, fight training for the fight, uh, all that kind of stuff. And the email had come like, I don't know, two weeks before then. I freak out. I call the casting office and I'm like... It was too late. I'm like begging them. I'm like, please, I didn't see this email. Um, and uh, that was it. I didn't get in the, the movie. And like afterwards, people were like, yeah, yeah, you they, you probably wouldn't have even been seen on camera. You know, there were so many people. I didn't care about that. I mean, if I could have been seen on camera, that would have been great. But I went into it assuming that I would not be seen on camera. A, it was like, it was a decent amount of money. It really wasn't bad. Uh, B, you know, first and foremost, the bragging rights of being able to be in uh, one of these movies. But the money I didn't even really care about because my plan was 
that I was going to just run from the set wearing my Gotham City police officer costume because I would have taken that over, I don't know, like $600 or $800 for a few days work. Like, no, I'll keep the honestly that costume like I bet on the, you know, the the I was going to say the black market, but eBay uh you know the those things probably sell for more than that even just the uh the the shield you know the the badge probably would would go for a fair bit of money so that's what happened uh my my friend that i went with who even uh uh because like i said there were rumors of what it was he uh grew a mustache because he thought that would make him look more like a cop and uh it 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 made him look more like, I don't know, like a skeezy pervert. And, uh, so he didn't, he didn't get cast at all. And people were like, yeah, but look, you know, at least you got cast. He didn't get cast at all. And that's a way wrong way to frame it. I would have rather not been cast than cast and no like Gmail screwed me. And I've, uh, you know, I haven't used Google since I, I literally, I mean, I guess I, that's not true. I use Gmail <laughs> multiple times a day. I switch over to DuckDuckGo for my search, though. That, you know, so if you see a, a drop in Google's revenue at the next uh, financial meeting, that's why they should have uh, should have done a better job keeping, uh, keeping an eye on their... Uh, spam filters making sure that they weren't too aggressive um jeff asks oh I, well I two right in a row here fire eye and jeff what games have you been playing lately um uh well oh jeff asks uh, have i ever had any interest in esports um not really certainly not playing i'm too old which is crazy that you get like aged out of professionally playing video games uh <laughs> earlier than you get aged out of like you know playing basketball or baseball or anything um as far as like watching esports not really mostly just because like most esports cover games that i'm not into i'm not into like competitive gaming i'm not into like uh multiplayer gaming and stuff like that uh i'll play stuff once in a while uh you know if something's new and hyped up and free like Fortnite or whatever i'll play it and get into it for a minute but uh eh, i like single player games uh as far as games i've been playing recently i just finished judgment uh the first judgment game i thought it was a lot of fun a little tedious uh i'm one of those people that gets uh very like ocd about like completing every side mission and finding collectibles and stuff and this just has just so much of that stuff so uh i eventually i i finished the main game i was like i gotta walk away from this i can't keep going around taking pictures of cats or whatever it wants me to do uh and i just started playing guardians of the galaxy which i had pre-ordered and was going to return but then heard a lot of good things about it uh i'm only like an hour into it it's pretty fun so far um so I like it. Uh, ginger, ginger. Oh, this person, Emma Butler asked, uh, ginger's likes and dislikes, favorite toys, um, favorite toys. This girl loves a rope, loves, uh, all kinds of rope toys, likes to, uh, like try and pull the ropes apart. She has uh, little, uh, squirrels, little stuffed squirrels that she also likes to, like kind of slowly rip all the hair off of. Uh, she's not big on raw hides uh, or things like that. Uh, she she like I was gonna say she doesn't have great teeth, but then the last time I went to a dentist, they were like, "Wow, for her age, her teeth look great." Um, but I I think she had like poor nutrition earlier in her life, so she doesn't like uh, like anything too crunchy, anything too hard. Um, so there you go. That's also a dislike as far as likes. She likes to go under blankets. She likes to have her ass scratched. She likes to have her ears rubbed. She likes to have her belly rubbed. She likes to go outside. She likes to go for walks. She dislikes being cold and wet like no other creature I've seen in my life. Um, and she likes being dry and warm. Uh, so the, the, there you go. Some of those, uh, 
uh, likes and dislikes. Brandon asks, have you forgiven Tim for messing up last week's episode? I have. Although, so here's another funny thing about that. You know, we we had started recording that episode and uh, and even before we recorded, Tim had messaged me. He's like, hey, just like a quick heads up before we start recording today, because actually he was going to come over and he was like, hey, can we record remotely today instead? I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, like uh, my wife is It's uh, like, we're not sure if she's going into labor or not. We're not sure if she's having contractions, but like, you know, so it very much could be nothing, but I'd like to stay nearby. And like Tim doesn't, Tim lives like a 15 minute walk away. This is actually like the closest me and Tim have probably lived to each other. And uh, since we were roommates, so he doesn't live too far away, but he was like, yeah, I'd feel more comfortable at home, of course. So uh, we recorded remotely and uh uh, he also had like, a, a, a cleaning person over that day, uh, because you know, they were getting ready for the baby. So, you know, it's like another person in the house cleaning and then his wife is potentially going into labor. And then, you know, uh, uh, he had checked in on her a few times throughout, uh, recording. And then, uh, the, the last time he was gone for longer than usually he came back and he, you heard on the episode, uh last week he was like uh can we pick this up uh tomorrow i think that part cut off he stopped recording his side before we were done talking but he's like it's like yeah he's like you know i'm not sure what's going on but you know she's just not feeling great like we'll 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 record tomorrow and i didn't get because me and tim uh talk on slack all day that's usually what we use i don't really it was my idea and uh, I regret it a little bit. I don't know why I was like, let's use Slack instead of Messenger or whatever. Or not Messenger, like iMessage. Uh, but anyway, we, we talk on Slack. And as a result, uh, I have, I think they're like the default Slack settings of like, don't send me messages like late at night or early in the morning because, you know, it's a, a work thing or whatever. Um, I did not get a notification that night. Tim had sent me, I don't know why he sent it to me on Slack. Tim, if you're listening to this, he should have sent me it on, on iMessage, uh, a picture of his brand new baby. And, uh, just like an explanation of like, uh, uh, sorry, this happened. I don't think I'll be able to record tomorrow. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's how, and I didn't see that message until the next day, the next morning, his wife, uh, uh, message, you know, a bunch of, uh, uh, close friends with a picture of the baby and, you know, announcement and everything. And, um, you know what though, actually in her announcement didn't put like the, uh, the weight of the baby, which honestly, I don't care. I don't know what a heavy baby is or a light baby. I mean, within reason, like I know if it's like a two pound baby, that's too light. I know if it's like a 20 pound baby, that's too heavy. But other than that, like, I don't really know. And of course, that's, you know, the, the first question, uh, uh, I got from like any of my, uh, like female relatives, like, Oh, how big was it? It's like, Oh, I don't know. It looked about normal size. Um, uh, Christian asks, what's the perfect food? I don't know what the perfect food is, but, uh, this week I've been eating the past two weeks. I've been eating a lot of, uh, turkey sandwiches, just, uh, turkey, cheese, mayonnaise, um, pretty good. As far as a lunch goes, you know, not nothing too wild, nothing too fancy, but I've been enjoying it. Um, Brent asks, have there been any ghost updates? Has the ghost that fell in love with you returned to peaceful slumber? So Brent's uh, referring to uh, it seemed like for a minute I potentially had a ghost uh, in my apartment and that ghost potentially only showed up when uh, 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 women uh, were in the apartment. That's when the ghost made itself known and made itself known to those women. Um, honestly, surprisingly, there hasn't been a ghost update. And, uh, you know, we did the Ouija board and the demon episode and I did cleanse the apartment with Sage. Uh, but that, that was only recently. And that was just as a precaution. But before then, no real ghost updates. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a really, I'm, I'm a, a, a real one of these, a real cry baby. So, um, you know, if, if I saw a ghost, why don't I have a ghost noise on here for God's sake? If I saw a ghost, I would have been, uh, you know, even anything hinting at a ghost, I would have been very scared. 
Uh, and for that to have not even happened uh, is crazy. Uh, Mitch Yunt asks, have you ever been sexually attracted to Tim? And if so, what do you think is the sexiest trait? I've uh, not been sexually attracted to Tim, unfortunately. I don't know if this is just uh, Tim asking this with a different uh, uh, username here or something. Um, sexiest trait? I don't know if he has... I, you know, I've never really thought about what his sexiest trait is. Uh, as far as good trait, hey, he's a good friend. He's a, he's a funny guy. Um, driving and vibing. It's, speaking of YouTube channels, check them out. Uh, great RV channel. Uh, what band does Tim listen to or has listened to that he'd be too embarrassed to admit? You know what? Right there, potentially Tim's sexiest trait. That he is confident about the music he listens to. I don't think I've ever heard Tim be embarrassed about uh, any music he listens to. Uh, I don't know if that's just because he doesn't listen to things that you know people would consider like a guilty pleasure or whatever. But um, I don't know. He he uh, he he admits to everything he listens to. I don't do that, and luckily you didn't ask me uh, that question, so I don't have to answer it. Cam asked, does chili belong on hot dogs? Hmm. You know, I'm not like a big food gating person. Like if if somebody wants something on something, I don't give a shit. Don't I mean ask me. Like don't don't be crazy. Don't don't you know make some crazy concoction. Uh, you know, don't, don't be like, Oh, I make my pizza with guacamole on top of it and then give it to me. Like that's a normal thing without checking with me first. But, um, you know, I, so like the example I'm thinking of here is a uh, pineapple on a pizza and listen, listener, I like pineapple on a pizza. I think it's pretty good. I don't like uh Hawaiian pizza. I don't really like ham. So I don't really like ham on a pizza. But uh, like bacon, I would or sausage maybe with pineapple. Like I do like the sweetness. And uh, people that don't, people that think it's nasty and gross, that's fine. That's uh, that's uh, fine with you, you know. But I I grew up watching the Ninja Turtles, and uh, they put all kinds of crazy things on on pizza. So uh, for Cam, as far as the chili belong on hot dogs. Um, I enjoy a good chili dog from time to time. I think it depends on the chili a little bit. Sometimes you get like chili that's a little too runny on there, uh, which is fine as long as it's not like loaded with it to the point where it gets like, you know, just like too messy to eat. But yeah. Chili and a hot dog. You know what? I will say this. If I'm putting chili on a hot dog, I'm putting cheese on the hot dog too. That, that is where I think, uh, I will draw a line in the, in the sand. Uh, Rach Lynn or Ray Lynn, uh, asks, who came up with the theme song for TCGTE? It's a bussin. Um, I assume that means good. Uh, and, uh, L Kennedy responded, dude, yes, it's both a jam and a bop. And then Danny, uh, responded, uh, I think it's one of those free, no attribution songs. I heard it on something else. Uh, and was so caught off guard. Yes, it is uh, uh, royalty-free music. It came, I don't believe it does anymore, but it came with like the original version of GarageBand. That was like actually a big, um, uh, no, maybe it wasn't the original version. It might have been the version of GarageBand that included podcasting, which might have been like its own release. It might not have been the first version. And that was actually, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, going back in time, which I don't, I don't think we were, but, um, uh, that version of GarageBand with podcast support built in was like what got, uh, what got us into, uh, experimenting around with podcasts. Um, and at the time, the fact that it came with royalty free loops that you could use uh, for commercial, non-commercial, whatever. That was like a big deal. That that kind of stuff was hard to find, uh, and you could not find it for free back then at all. Nowadays, much better. It's great that uh, 
you know, you can go on YouTube or whatever, and there are some like very talented musicians that just make stuff, uh, you know, and, and put, and you know what, actually, I think I'm, uh, using a song for this called, uh, humanoid by ultra wave. And that's just something I found on YouTube, uh, you know, uh, being made uh, royalty free available for all takers. But yeah, um, luckily it's, I, I think because that version of garage band has, you know, gone out of a uh, print or whatever, it, you know, they don't include the, uh, the loops anymore. The, you don't hear the song as much, but there was definitely like a few year period because I think, it, I think those loops came with logic pro as well. You, that, that stinger in particular was used, all over the place. And we would get so many emails from people that were like, they stole your song. Look, they're using it in this carpet commercial in my hometown or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'd always have to explain like, yeah, it's not our, we, you know, we didn't hire an orchestra to make that song. Uh, it's not our song. And again, that's, uh, another thing that's happened with this whole Facebook slash meta thing. Like a lot of people have, uh, assume that I'm uh, going to be able to take uh, Facebook to court. You know, I don't want to uh, get into real nitty gritty details, but uh, needless to say, Facebook, Facebook has access to more resources than I do. So the odds that I'd be able to take them to court, especially I don't have meta trademarked, um, and yeah, I don't know if I even could have trademarked it because it's, I didn't make the word up obviously. Um, but yeah, there, there have been along with people thinking I'm going to make a ton of money. People who think I'm going to have like a slam dunk victory, uh, court case over this. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon either. Um, all right guys, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to uh, wrap this up. This has probably been extremely boring. Uh, I may do something different next week. We'll see. We'll see what happens. If not, I've got more questions I can go through. You know, uh, I'll load in some more stuff from the, the soundboard. I ain't even get to use this. Or this. Or this. Let alone this. So I might have to be next week, be back next week doing this just for uh, those reasons alone. Uh, but thank you for listening to the Tom Rells Experience episode one. Um, hopefully by next week I'll have some uh, supplements and uh, vitamins and different kinds of oils and, and stuff that I can uh, market to you towards the end of the episode. That'll make you, you know, better at MMA and. and smart enough to join the intellectual dark web all those kinds of things um but in the meantime thank you so much for being a patron thanks for listening to uh the ramblings of a madman for almost an hour and uh we love you very much and i'll see you next week <laughs>